Hello there, and welcome to Pink Milk After Dark, your late night live stream where we talk Star Wars queerly. I am your host, Brian. With me, as always, are two of my three much better hosts, Marky Mark of the Funky Bunch. Hello. And bye, bitch, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> I think Disney Plus today said, bye, bitch, to Star Wars. Are we all ready for tonight? I'm ready. We are. (laughs) It's time to drink drink up. Hello there. Hello, Steam Queens. How are all of you? Buck, I don't know if you remember, but a few months ago, you were like, girl, after dark, the sun's still up. So we changed our times just for you. (laughs) Just for Buck. So so hopefully it's a little darker now. She's probably like, I don't even remember saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Alex. Hello, Hope. Hello, Paul. Paul. What'd you think about that new uh, magic today? We got like a super deluxe version, the duets version of Kylie's magic. Yes. I heard that on the walk home. Like I was listening to it in all the different versions. Well, it's got stuff that we've heard, but then it was remixes and stuff that, ah. Yes. Uh, I'm here for Jesse Ware and Kylie. Like that collab. It is a great collab. Let's be real. It was more of a Jesse song than a Kylie song. And I'm fine with that because that Jesse Ware album is one of my favorite albums of the True. Bet Kylie allowed Jesse on her albums. Mm, well, I mean, <laughs> she's queen. She's queen. She shared her thoughts. No, but I, I, I have that. My hat's off. That song is a great song. And the video is awesome. And so, fun. Yes. Fun. Uh, yeah. so fun. It's so fun. It's so gay. Everyone go watch Kylie Minogue and Jesse Ware's new video because it's gay. And it's great. <laughs> Like, I mean, you say it's gay, it's going to automatically be great anyways, right? Like, right. We don't need to say that. Uh, hello, Chris. Hello, Joey. Hello, Danny. Danny, it's nice to have you back. Real quick, before we get into too much, we turned two years old officially yesterday. Yeah. Thank you. All the Steam Queens. Thank you for all the comments, the retweets. Um, honestly, I was getting a little emotional. Like some of the mm. things that people said. We're so incredibly nice. Yeah. The two of you and like thank you for the kind words you oh, said. Yeah. Like it's been it's been two years. <laughs> like, like yeah. Especially this last year. This last year, I think for me is when pink milk like really like hit it. Like we did the round tables and that's when everything kind of clicked and we've just mm. been growing and getting better and better ever since. And I can't wait to see where this next year goes. So everyone listening now in the steam room, everyone listening later on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't get it to like any personal thank yous. Cause work today job has been stupid busy, <laughs> So, but I've read everything and I really, really appreciate it. And um, all of you deserve a nice little thing from me later. So I will be working on them. Thank you. Thank you. Chase and Mark. Thank you for joining me on this journey. It's been, it's really great. Like, 
it's more than just Star Wars these days, and it's pretty cool. Which is yeah, good. It's I good. agree. I agree. <laughs> it's pretty cool. The two of you have brought something extra that I would never have been able to do with just Tom and I, and um, I can't. I'm just really proud of how different the shows are. Yeah, like it, they've got very different vibes, and I'm here for it, and I'm excited. Yeah. So. Thank you, thank you. Thank how was you. your weeks? How was your weeks, Mark? How are you? It's good. It's good. And I, I mean, there's a lot going on, but you know, work was great, and then the week flew by before I knew it. I just couldn't even believe it was already Friday. So you know, and yeah, here we go into the weekend, and I get to hang out with you guys. So it's yeah. one of the highlights of my week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chase, how about you? Um, it was a good week. It was kind of like Mark. It just kind of flew by. I don't know. At this point in the year, I'm just kind of like, it's going to be chaos until January. Like, mm-hmm. I've already strapped in for the roller coaster. That is the rest of this month and all of December. And we're just kind of going. <laughs> love it. Also love the strapped. Before we were going live, we were talking about a very different kind of straps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, we were. <laughs> My favorite kind of straps. Let's just be real. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah, Christmas is like, honestly, I've been oh, talking dear. to Santa. Most of our stuff's already done. Really proud. Good wow. for you. Mm-hmm. I need to get on it hard. Yeah. I want to get stuff early. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I think I've talked about this before. Like I've never been much of like a gift person, like mostly after in college because I was poor and then it just never really came back. And, Mm -hmm. um, having kids made that, um, I had to build (laughs) reestablish relationships with Santa again. We had to work on a relationship because I think Santa was a little upset that I hadn't been around in a while. Uh, you just had to sit on daddy's lap. That's all. <laughs> Daddy Santa. Daddies, please. Thank you. I'm going to walk out on time. I'm not wasting my time with just one. It's going to be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Silver. Hello. Hi, Silver. Hi, Silver. Hello. <laughs> okay. So um, are we ready to get into this? I mean, sure. <laughs> is there anything to get into? You know, yes, we're going to have a different kind of conversation. I think we were thinking it was going to be, hold on, everyone. Yeah, I'm like, I'm ready. Listen, I I came here with opinions tonight. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we're ready. Let's do it. I need, um, I don't know who watches uh, Force Connect with Jackson and Raven, Mm. but the hot take. I need Jackson. I I need need a hot take video, please. (laughs) 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 And it should just be Roland Durand and Hauser from Bad Batch. Oh, my God. When you tweeted out those pictures of them, I literally was like about to act up like seeing some, something about seeing those two characters next to each other i was like oh my god oh my god it no i'm just good. trying i'm just trying to help out everyone's disappointment in disney plus day like yeah you're some, trying here's yeah. some thirst yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a practical solution <laughs> i think so okay so um first order of business because we're going to start positive love that before we go anywhere else right um I, I'm going to call to arms all Star Wars fans, especially the Steam Queens and our pink milk drinkers. We need to start having very, I'm honestly, I'm, I say positive, but I'm also going to be serious for a second. Like, this is actually really important stuff. We need to talk about 
how hot Ben Burt is, but really was, back in 1978 when they were first trying on the Boba Fett armor. Yeah. Thirsty, that little mustache, Mm -hmm. the tight pants, Mm -hmm. the tight sleeves. Ben Burt was fucking hot. (laughs) I agree. I I co-signed that statement. So I uh, am a pretty big fan of Blast Points podcast, and uh, they do a lot of like Ben Burt love there. And so I need to hit them up Mm. and like, you know, guys, yes, we need to talk about the sound that Ben Burt has built for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. But let's also talk about the visuals that he gave all of us gays. (laughs) (laughs) And the sounds he making us make. His (laughs) impact on Star Wars. Yeah, it's pretty big. It goes really deep, too. Yeah. Really deep, really hard, and it hits every time. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) That it does. (laughs) Oh, my. Look at that. Emma's not here, and look at what happens. (laughs) Not even 10 minutes in. (laughs) Yeah. Well, she's here with us in spirit. I feel, honestly... I think Emma's the dirtiest one of all of us. Like, let's well, just she be is. real. She just oh, yeah. does it with a class. Yeah, so I was going to say she's classy about it. I was she just does. about to say she's classy about it. Yeah. No one has made that kind of a pearl necklace so beautiful before. Like, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> we miss you, Em. We miss you. Uh, we love you. And I hope yeah. you enjoy your night off. Yeah. Send everyone our love. You know, you know, her night off is going to be. Well, ne- while I was off, I wrote a fifty-five thousand word AO three thing about three o'clock know. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, we talked about sex, and then we also got really deep and uh, spiritual, and talked about Star Wars in a way that no Queen. one else can. Queen for real, for real, literally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so okay, let's start this off with. Should we? Okay. Let's get Boba Fett out of the way because we have two <laughs> Boba Fett haters here. In the- <laughs> oh, come on. Let's not go that far. Come on. <laughs> hey, everyone listened to the two of you last week. We all know. You can't oh. backtrack now. It's recorded and <laughs> it's presented video. Mm-hmm. Sarah. <laughs> Just- <laughs> okay. So well, let's start with Boba Fett. Okay. Like, you know what? It was fine. It was cool. So we got a little documentary. I think most of us knew all that information anyways, right? Yeah, so it was nothing yeah. really new. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to focus on how hot Ben Burt was. Like, it gave me that. I think I've hey. seen oh, that so before. that's you where you got that from. Yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah. I was wondering, where the hell did that come from? I, <laughs> I, I haven't watched it yet. So. I tried yeah. To record it, Disney Plus won't let you record things. I couldn't yeah, find yeah. it. I couldn't find it anywhere yet because I was really just going to pull up that first ten seconds. Because you can record it from uh, a computer. Oh, you, you didn't can? hear that from me, but you can. Oh. <laughs> Were you trying on your phone? I was trying everywhere, but oh, maybe okay. not from my. I don't know. You know, Apple is very big on security. Well, no, you use an Apple though. Yeah, I take all my B roll from Disney Plus. Oop. No, you don't. No, you nope. get it from <laughs> B plus. <laughs> <laughs> I did it from um, Disney Minus. <laughs> Honestly, today was Disney Minus, girl. What was that? <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> Ooh, it's oh. starting already. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. So, what do we think of the uh, the Boba Fett? 
documentary, if that's what we want to call it. I mean, the part mm. with Jeremy Bullock was very precious and really yes. his wife was wonderful and all that was very yeah. endearing. Um, but what did we like? What did we think about that? Mark, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, okay, look, I, I haven't watched it yet, but but here's the thing. I don't need to have watched it to know who that is for. You have all these new people that are jumping on board who have not digested everything that we have. And for them, it's the perfect launch before they see that series, right? It gives It's a primer Fair. because Fair. you get an idea of the character and why people love that character. And... If that's what they're doing, then they that's what they want people to know as they head into the Book of Boba Fett series next month. Yeah. So for, I think it's just, it's perfect. It's exactly what the casual fan or the new fan needs to see, and they'll be all set to go. And then they can enjoy it just as much as we do, if, you know, if not more, because it'll be so new for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to put a pin in the casual fan thing, because that's something that we're going to talk about here in a little bit. So... Yeah. Chase, thoughts on Boba Fett? Um, I, yeah, I will say I kind of agree with both of you. I'll keep it short. Like, Mark, I think it's an incredible primer. I think that's a good point. And I mean, it just, it really didn't give like anything new. And like, my one qualm with Disney Plus overall is like, I do feel like we get a lot of like these like super like easy, low budget documentaries that they make that don't necessarily like, blow my mind in a lot of ways like i think the imagineers documentary we got when disney Pl- disney plus first launched was like iconic but like i feel like a lot of documentaries we've gotten like are just kind of like um simple and again low budget and easy to make and easy to just turn out because like all the information's there um but yeah no i mean i think it's cool that it's there i think it's in like a cool important story to tell for boba fett's history and star wars history Mm -hmm. so i'm glad there's like sort of like an official like it's all there instead of like finding out like little bits of boba fett's history throughout like various other star wars like history and documentaries and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but i'm also like i'm just kind of like i want a new character to chew on i just feel like i just feel like my 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 uh my plate is just like I feel like I'm in school and the cafeteria is only serving Boba Fett. And I'm like, girl, I have this every fucking day for lunch. I want something. You know what I mean? Like, that's where I'm at personally. But for all the Fett stands out there, I support you. I stand with you. I live for you. I'm so excited for you. But yeah, that's where I'm at. I mean, I'm kind of like, honestly, here's here's the deal. I was talking about this with someone earlier this afternoon. Like, I mean, I love Star Wars. We all know I love me some Star Wars, right? Bad Batch was a show I did not want. But then it came, and it was started off really great. I feel like, look, in hindsight, and not knowing what's coming forward, so let me just, like, put that disclaimer up. But, like, as of right now, if that was, like, six, seven episodes, it could have been stellar. Like, it could have been stellar. Yeah. There was just a lot of filler, which is fun, mm-hmm. and it's fine, but it got boring and it got repetitive. You know what I mean? Like, and that's like, that's okay. But, but Oh my God, I completely just lost my, okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what I was going to hold on. Hold please. I'm sorry. It is (laughs) 9 PM. I've got to figure out how this new schedule works. Uh, um, for your hair, <laughs> <laughs> this should help. Booby foot. That's what I'll be calling Boba Fett from okay. now on. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Blake. Actually, thank, thank you, Blake. 
boobies always pull me right back Great. in. I love that yeah, picture, by the way. Blake's picture is awesome. <laughs> oh my god, his hair was very long. <laughs> I'm intrigued by boobies, and then I quickly realize, not for me. Um, <laughs> but, like, so I liked, I liked uh, Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. It was fine. The sequel trilogy, great. Also, kind of fine. All at the same time. I am now living in a post-Visions world. Like, I mm. really, really, really love Visions. And I feel like what you were just saying, give me new people. Now, the thing with Visions <clears throat> is because they're so short, there's not a ton to chew on exactly. Like, it Fair. whetted my appetite, and I'm, like, really, I'm like, oh, my God, it was like a flight of beers. You know, right? Yes, like, it just gave you a Now you're talking my language. You know, <laughs> just for you, Mark. Just for you. Um, and for Chase. <laughs> yeah. uh, but at the same time, I didn't get enough to go, like, I have a new favorite Star Wars character because of Visions. Like, Visions, it's more of the concept and the idea and the excitement around the whole and maybe a little less the individual because the individual was very little. And then they yeah. were great. Yeah. But I'm wanting more. But we don't know what we're going to get. Does that make sense? Like, it, Boba Fett's giving me just the, more of the same as of right now. Yeah. And I, yeah, and uh, as of right now, I think is an important disclaimer on everything that we mm-hmm. say, because like, and I think we all know that it's yeah. like, we don't know what to expect. And, um, and I also like don't, I, it's, 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 a, I think it's a difficult thing to talk about sometimes because I never want to come across as like an entitled fan who feels entitled over a certain kind of content. And I don't want to come across as ungrateful because like, yeah. I'm sure like the stories are all going to be great and everything like that. But I do overall wish that we could just sort of like, like, I just feel like Star Wars lately has been like hyper fixating on certain like things and certain characters as opposed of just as opposed to just like telling stories that have characters in them. Do you know what I mean? Like we focused Mm -hmm. on the Bad Batch for a long time. We focused on Boba Fett for a long time. Focused on Mando for a long time. I just feel like we're focusing on like so like it just makes it hard. I think sometimes as a fan, but that's also like specific to tv like that's obviously going to happen with tv but it does kind of i think make it trickier for fans who aren't fan fans of certain characters because you're just kind of going to have to digest this content about the one character that they want to be focusing on at this moment unless you read the books and everything like of course like publishing is killing it as always no um but yeah it's it's an interesting conversation to have well, I'm ex- like I like that you mentioned and recognize like we don't want to come across as entitled fans, and that's going to be yeah. like the second half of this episode. We're going to yeah. talk about some of those kinds of things because maybe this isn't surprising. I was a little disappointed in Twitter today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you and, know, like and yeah. Paul brings up a good point. Mm-hmm. Paul says it seems like Marvel's getting all the juice, and um, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yep. Paul also made a good point earlier, so it's funny you brought that up because I was going to bring this one up. Because Paul, were you in our private chat today in the text chat? Because, but it also Literally. gives us more time. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we, oh, so yes. so, okay. Yes. I'm, let's put this out there now, and I'm going to put my co-hosts on blast so they can't back out now. Paul, specifically you right now, but also the entire steam room, also all the pink milk drinkers listening later. What do you think about, uh, and just like that, we have a Sunday brunch podcast talking about the latest episodes of Sex We have City. to do it. We have to do it. I am so on board for that. You have no idea. I'm too. 
<laughs> yeah, even, right? even if it's just even if it's just like for like season premiere, mid season, mm-hmm. and season finale. Yeah. I think it's only eight episodes. Girl, let's oh, do the whole thing. Cool. I'm down. I am so down. There you go. Oh. And we can all have to like wear like our Sunday best, like full. Like, oh, oh my I'm god! I'm just saying this could be like a make whole it, thing. Make this be something hat day. Okay. <laughs> hey, y'all, I don't think this will surprise anyone, but my Sunday best are those straps that we're talking about. Before we, <laughs> we know, dear, we know. <laughs> <laughs> and we just I show up toot, in full, like, harness, if harnesses. I you know, toot my own horn. I will say, the peaches looks good in some straps. <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> peaches do you got brian i thought we I've got all a lot, had i got a lot of peaches i do a lot of squats <laughs> i do a lot of hiking and i do a lot of squats oh my gosh cake for days oh. boys cake for days <laughs> <laughs> remember the lady gaga youtube thing from years ago the cake video that she did yes i do she, yes she, she stole that from me yeah i love her though so it's okay um okay yeah 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 so i but i agree i agree it was an interesting wet the whistle it was for the casual fans so like to get we're, we're going to talk yep. about that later you know and i think that's something that um we kind of struck a chord here on pink milk that i don't know if it was i thought it would catch on the same way that it has but i think it's been an important part of even our little story here okay so yesterday it leaked i don't know if it leaked or what happened but we got the sizzle reel for obi-wan leaked (laughs) (laughs) it's fine i forget what the little like the little cow horse things are called from EOP. Oh yeah. What are they called? EOP. Yeah. They're great. I'm, I'm like more excited for that. Like, give me that. Yeah. Give it to me. What do we think about the comment of Obi-Wan and maybe another clashing of the saber with Vader? Force vision. Okay. Because it's like people are getting it kind of twisted and speculating in that, oh, they can't meet before the actual fight in A New Hope. It's going to ruin everything, and it's just going to do what's done. And I get that. I totally get that. Now, done the right way, then I won't mind. But it's got to be done just right if it's going to be actually in person. But I think it's going to be some type of force vision because it's going to give you an idea of what's going to come later, right? You know? Because there's no way these two powerful beings who's... Uh, their destinies are died, tied to each other, died, yeah, exactly, um, tied to each other, are not going to somehow still be reaching out to each other. Who knows? Maybe we'll have one of these hand moments between them. <laughs> um, I would live. I would live. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm saying? There's no mm. way that they're not kind of taunting each other on the force plane or, or whatever, yep. you know? Um, because, yeah, it's still... They're still connected, no matter what. Oh my god, I would love that. I would love Anakin slash Vader to be throwing like Obi Wan shade while he's sitting there, like trying to. I'm gonna find you, but he's like really mean. Like he's like just not nice. I need to see some Darth Vader being really cruel to yeah. Obi Wan. I think. Yeah, I love. I honestly, I always figured that that would be like an in person um, duel. And I don't, I mean, I don't mind that so much again, like as long as it's done right, which like, you know, it would be done right. So like, Mm -hmm. I don't mind that. But I also do find that really a really compelling point, Mark, if it it was like, if it was because like Obi-Wan is going to be like super like, like in his head at this point, very like traumatized, trying to process like 
a hundred things at the same time. He's going to feel guilt too. Yes. Yes. And he's going to be trying to process everything while being like alone and isolated. So I think he's going to be like a little bit just sort of like unhinged. And I think Mm. that's a really good time for Vader to mess with his mind even more. And so I kind of love the idea of Vader taunting him through the forest and just pushing his buttons to the point where maybe Obi-Wan turns around and like thinks Vader's there, but he's like not really there, but he is there because he's there on a forest plane level. Like, I think that's really a compelling idea, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, here's the thing, the whole time you have that going on, but if he only knew that he was there to guard his Vader's child yes. the whole time, right? Oh, yeah. So it's just like there's a lot of layers to it. I mean, yeah. so yeah, it's like I, I'm not going to disregard a Force vision. Again, it's like if it's something done right, it's going to be super important and it's going to add to the whole story. I mean, they're bringing mm-hmm. Hayden back. I'm just so happy yep. about that. Oh, I can't wait. I think I like what, what Buck says here. Um, I don't think there is anything that says that Ben and Vader can't meet and duel between three and four. Yeah, I agree. I think it's the dialogue that that has is the problem. Yeah, it's you the dialogue dance around that. Yeah, yeah. But so. you don't need to avoid the dialogue completely. Yeah. If you kind of view Vader and Anakin like I do, like when Obi Wan last left Anakin, yes, he was anointed Darth Vader by then. But like he Obi Wan left Anakin. Mm. Can you imagine? how powerful that line will be if we get the Vader at the end of Rogue One. So he's feeling all like, you know, like as M so beautifully said, this is the fulfillment of a, I wish I could articulate <laughs> that, but the fulfillment of a destiny it's forget, true. forgotten or whatever it was, it's whatever true. she beautifully said, right? So yes. like he's feeling all high and mighty, right? After that. And he's just feeling like he finally has all this power. And what to be schooled again by Obi-Wan? And so now Vader's like, when we see him again in his line of, you know, like you were, but, you know, I was but a learner and you were the master. Like now he's like, I got you, fucking bitch. I got you. You Now you're an old man. Like (laughs) I got these robot parts. So I'm still like a young, hip 20 something, right? Like, like that, I think could really be, that could be really cool to see Obi Wan just show him up like Obi Wan showed Maul up. Yeah. That's great. Like, that's really that's got me excited. There was a uh, uh, one of the the uh, concept drawings had an Inquisitor in there, and Hope yes. brought up in the chat yep. earlier of yep. her her grande boyfriend. But like, we've had animated characters brought in now. Like, I want to see the Grand Inquisitor. Like, yeah, that'd be yeah. pretty fierce. I do want to see some Inquisitors. I mean, mm. I mean we've seen them in, in in animated form. We've seen them in video games, but it's gonna be great to see an actual one. They're gonna look so. Freaking cool in live action. Mm-hmm. Their costumes are going to be next level. I think the Inquisitors are, or at least just like the one in the concept art, is one of the most things I'm most excited about. I also really love what Joey pointed out, where it's like he said, I think we also need a moment of Obi-Wan realizing that Vader's Anakin, Anakin, because he might not necessarily just like know that, like the way Ahsoka found out, like yeah. discovered that in Rebels. I think that would be uh, awesome. And mm, yeah, what? but didn't didn't Obi-Wan see that footage? When he was in the the Jedi Temple, yeah, but I don't know. Nailed, and you're now henceforth you're Darth Vader. Oh, I don't know if he heard like the naming of no, 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 no. I think he no? just saw Anakin. I think he Killing knows that Anakin ones. turned to the dark side, but I don't know if he necessarily knows he's the man behind the mask. Yeah, he just saw him on his knees with Palpatine. That's about it. <laughs> you know, 
Give me something besides yeah, no, no, anything. No. Fuck is here. <laughs> Obi Wan had that moment in Episode Three when he watched the hollow of Vader and Sidious at the temple. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm pretty. But sure I don't know. Was there any audio attached to it though? Right. Yeah. We, I'm pretty really sure there yeah. was. Hmm. Okay. But we, I, I haven't rewatched. Uh, rise of, but I guess it's just. I mean, but again, about. so much of that can still be adapted accordingly, so you get a clear picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A clear picture. It's like okay, you only see a little snippet of you see the little hollow thing, but then it's like you actually see him taking in the moment and mm-hmm. looking back on it and realizing yep. what yeah. has happened. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, like you said, he's traumatized still. It's just like you know, it's so much to take in for him at the end. You know, he yeah. Killed his brother. He thought he killed his brother, right? And then he has to rush to Padme's side. And you can see how super worried he is as the babies are being born. It's like, I mean, it's like the man went through hell. And then he rushes the the babies off to where they need to go. And then the movie ends. And, you know, he looks somewhat serene. But you could tell he's got a lot on his mind as to what's ahead. And what he has to do to make sure Luke is going to be safe. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I, I, I hope we get a little, like, just like a moment of him reflecting on Padme, A, because I think the Padme erasure in, like, anything live action yeah. post the prequels is, like, so real. And, like, we need more um, fun. Post Attack of the Clones. No, literally, yes, good point. <laughs> and also, like, also, like, if he, if he really saw Anakin as a brother, it, he knew about Anakin and Padme at a certain point. Oh yeah, and he had to have looked at Padme as a sister, and like mm-hmm. that, like just by default. And so, I really hope that there's at least a little bit of like mourning for that because we're coming in hot off the press, like right after, like not right after necessarily, but like after her death. Like, I mean, he's. I just think the processing of Padme's death and the tragedy of the kid he's looking over his mom being dead and that kid not growing up with knowing who his sister is or that he has a sister or who his mom is or who his dad is. And he thinks he thinks he killed his dad and he misses the mom. Like, it's just like, there's a lot there and I just hope they don't forget Padme in that. Well, I agree. I, I don't think they can now. Oh, well, there's so. also this as well too. Cause like Shmi mm-hmm. and Shmi. Yes, Shmi, um, yes, um, yeah. Yeah. It's like, come on. It's like, she, yeah, it's so I know last week I said I wasn't that like stoked on Kenobi and I know that irritated people, but like I'm <laughs> as Mark said, I'm like now but wait. But now like my mind is working over. Like one of my I'm so excited for for Hayden Christensen coming back specifically, mostly because I know it's not a popular opinion, but I do stand by Anakin and Darth Vader are two different people. And like I'm really looking forward to we haven't seen Vader confronting someone that he knew like that. I mean, the mm-hmm. weight that we felt at the end of season seven of Clone Wars when he came upon his saber or that he mm-hmm. gave Ahsoka, that was mm-hmm. heavy. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see badass Vader. Yeah. I want to see that duel. And I want to see him being like, l- like throwing some serious shade at Obi-Wan, yeah. getting his butt kicked. And then, but then we get to see Anakin while he's in a Bacta or something, meditating, whatever, like reflecting on what he's doing because that was his brother. And then while we were talking, what if Darth Vader shows up and Anakin and Ahsoka are to- or Obi-Wan and Ahsoka are together and they're all chummy chummy. Can you imagine how much that would piss Vader off? I kind of live. The drama of that would be through right? the roof. Through the and roof. They- 
Emma, you're not here, so we can speculate a little more. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine, like, how? What if there's a duel between Anakin? Ahsoka, no, because Ahsoka doesn't know, but she might not know. There doesn't have to be a. Uh, she, yeah, that's what true. is she right? Did, did do we uh, hope you're you're animated expert? I know she wasn't a hundred percent like sure. Well, she was probably a hundred percent sure that Anakin was underneath Vader, but she didn't want to believe it. And then the helmet cracked, and like she's like, I can't even like, I can't even headcanon my way out of this. Like this is what's <laughs> right in front of me now, right? <laughs> <laughs> can they meet before this before that like i said you have, to, you have to tread carefully because you don't want to undo those moments mm-hmm. right because those are important moments that have, are more recent than a movie that came out 40 years yeah. ago you know yeah. yeah so which is easier to kind of like you know a certain point of view it right mm-hmm. yeah so i just think yeah whatever whatever they do if it comes out looking awesome fine but it's just all in how you sell it and how it all comes about and you know you can do a world between worlds type thing and you know whatever mm. but i don't know just it, like i said i'm not gonna be like super like oh that should have never happened but i just think it just has to be done just right yeah and you know because then it's gonna be like oh come on you know yeah it's I, more. Yeah. It's more of it. It's more like not even. I'm going to be upset about. It. It's more like oh, that's so unbelievable. Like that's how. Yeah, how did that I happen? see what you're saying. That's I that's I think where where I kind mm-hmm. I draw the line as to how I would love to see these things. So it should be fun. And it's almost exciting. like you don't want to be yeah. like too well fed. Like yeah, you don't no, want them exactly. like, like yeah. yeah. It's like yeah, you you yeah. don't want like you just want the ice cream. You don't want the ice cream with the sprinkles and the bananas and the everything yeah. on top of it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like look, it's like I you think about stuff like soap operas, like Days of Our Lives. You right, know, right. we've seen it. You know, Victor Kiriakis can only come back to life so many times. <laughs> you know, Marlene has been possessed again, though. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> you know, but. But it happens. But it's just I don't want that too much of that ridiculousness that is a soap opera in this. This is an opera, you know, it's a type of opera and it's dramatic and there's always going to be these big reveals. And I mean, come on, we had our one of our big evil characters come back with spider legs and everybody was cool with that. And yep. now we just accept oh, yeah. it, right? Yeah. So, but that's, you know, whatever. And, that's where Star Wars is so, I think, so successful because it can be so many different genres and it never goes all the way into any of them. It, it pulls from the very basics of each genre yeah. and then plays with those in dressed up as Star Wars, which I think is really, really like beautiful. Oh, M is here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does M say? I feel like Ahsoka should have uh, felt Anakin fall like Ray felt Ben fall when she was 13. That would have been a good mystical continuity. But she did kind of she did kind of mm. feel it during the Order 66, the initiation of Order 66. You know, I guess you could argue that it's more like she felt like Order 66 versus like Anakin falling. Yeah. But I always read that scene as a little bit of both. But honestly, hopefully we get more of that in the Ahsoka show in a flashback or something. Yeah. I also mm. hope they bring the Ahsoka novel into that. So random. But. Yeah. You know, I think before we before we leave Obi-Wan, like I think this is where and and 
it'll also parlay into what I want to talk about next. Like we knew of all these, like, like it was going to be a movie and then it was going to be a series and then mm-hmm. maybe it wasn't. And then it's been through rewrites and all of those things. Like to me, sure. You could look at that as negative and KK is horrible with red laser eye beams and she doesn't know. <laughs> we can go down those roads, right? We could. <laughs> yeah. That's stupid and unhealthy. And, also stupid but like to me that says they really care and they want to make sure they get it really right so they're not going to rush something out and honestly i think i feel a lot better about cameos after season three of mando because i think they handled all of those really well like yeah people are upset about the ahsoka episode because it was not about ahsoka which is why it should have that's the way it should have worked it's not her show yeah, and I, th- yeah. Oh, Lucy's me, on here. Hi, <laughs> Lucy. Lucy. She made it. <laughs> yes. Hello, welcome, welcome. We like first timers. Um, yeah, but I think, I think it was handled really, really well. Like Star Wars is great about putting star- story first. As as crazy as Spider Leg introduction of Darth Maul. Yeah. As crazy and over the top as that is, it never really <laughs> took over. Yes. He literally came back as trash. <laughs> yeah, he really so was. Like... <laughs> also, I have an announcement to make um, regarding the Kenobi series before we move on. Okay. So they announced that Hayden Christensen is going to be at C2E2, the Midwest convention, and your girl was on on the lookout for a Christmas present to give themselves. <laughs> And I, there think you go. Do, yes. I think I'm going to do a, a meet and greet with Hayden Christensen oh, for Christmas yes. to myself. Oh, so my God, I'm so going to cool. buy the tickets tomorrow if yeah, they're still yeah. available. And I think they are. But uh, yeah. I might meet like one of oh. like the biggest influences on my sexual awakening in my entire life. So gonna, I'm very excited. Are you going to go dress as Anakin? <laughs> no, I haven't figured out what I'm going to wear yet, but I know what I'm going to ask him to sign. And it's, okay. it's a va- <laughs> I don't know if y'all remember, but I bought a poster that it's says my who's your daddy strap. with yeah, oh yeah, my yeah, god yeah, yeah. who's your daddy the, the <laughs> i'm gonna get the who's your daddy darth vader poster signed by hayden christensen and i can't wait oh my god good it's good so good that's I remember when that amazing. campaign came out i was like what the hell <laughs> yeah but like having yeah. like my childhood daddy sign that is mm-hmm. gonna be a healing moment See, <laughs> Barkley now? just no. ask him if he can force choke you just a little bit okay yeah so. oh yeah that'll be the photo that'll be the photo consent. <laughs> <laughs> honestly that will be the photo op <laughs> oh wow. okay i'm getting way too many dirty thoughts now i'm here for it <laughs> um yeah that we also know that that who's your daddy you know campaign was specifically for chase it was yeah. it was all for me <laughs> and again, the target audience <laughs> so i was just gonna say again with this vader thing you know obviously a lot of people had like seen this stuff from like the the reel from the investors call and all that and then you know and a lot of people were disappointed but at the same time it's like you think about it again the casual fan and people who don't know about it see this stuff and they're like oh my god like look at what's yeah. coming right yeah um and so that sparks their interest in this and that's what we want you know you want more people getting into this um and then you know what and then the other thing too it's like somebody posted it and i i thank them the part of the creative team who put that thing together says me and my team worked really hard to put this trailer together. And it just hit me. I was like, God, it's like, I've been such a bitch about it all day. Mm -hmm. They didn't even think about the people that like, Mm -hmm. you know, put a lot of time into this and made this and put it out for people to enjoy today. You know, it may have not been everything that a lot of us had wanted, 
but it's something and it's out there and people love the concept art and what they saw. So it's like, yeah, sometimes, you know, it just, we just forget about the bigger picture. And so. that's a really good point about like yeah. the team putting it together. And the other thing too, that I've been thinking about recently is like, I don't, I don't want to see everything before the show. I want to be surprised. And like, I miss yeah. the days where we could just be surprised as hungry for a, a, Co- a Kenobi trailer as I was like, it's nice to be surprised. And also like, I know this is not a Marvel podcast, but like no way home. I don't want any more. I just want that one. I'm trailer. Done. I yeah. don't need another trailer. I'm exhausted from leaks. I don't want to see yeah. any more leaks. Like that, yeah. that kind of stuff does take a lot of the air out of the tires. And I'd rather just like go into Kenobi being excited and having like 12 less shots I've seen. You know yeah. what I mean? And just be able to get like new eye candy in the moment as it was meant to be seen by the way, you know, you're not supposed to watch this show through trailer after trailer after trailer. So I, that's another part of it too, where I think it's a blessing in disguise to have not gotten a trailer. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. Fully agree. Yeah. I think this is a really like a great conversation. This is what I was saying. This is something that I don't think I was anticipating pink milk to be able to do, but like, I think having Tom is a real gift Mm -hmm. because Tom is a casual fan at best as he's very proud to be. But like all of this stuff, like that Boba Fett documentary, it's going to blow his mind. Having little scissor reels blow his mind. Like, and it's a reminder of what's really out there and who hope mentions it here, who the majority is. So this is, this is my question. Like what kind of, cause honestly, like the four of us in particular, we're really positive. Even when we're upset or disappointed with something, there's a way to spin it and be positive in your disappointment, right? Yeah, there's a yeah, way to sure. do those things. Yeah. But sometimes and I can hear it when the four of us are on our text threads. Before <laughs> we get here and in the steam room and see all of our lovely people over here to our right, I feel like we can all get trapped into that pull of what YouTube, Twitter, yeah, all the discourse does, the clickbait stuff. I feel like all of us, well, maybe less M, but M's, you know, not even human. Let's just be real. Like, <laughs> superhuman. M just comes in with, well, with like the perfect thing to say all the time. You're like, mm, thank you. I love you. Slightly jelly of you as well, but also I love you. Thank you. You're perfect. But like, you can't help but get into that. And like, what part, what my question to you is in a very long way about it, sorry, like, what part of social media do you think plays into what our expectations are? And, So this is going to be an and we actually are content creators in that space, which sometimes in conversation, like I forget that, like I'm adding to this, not on the level of some people, but I'm still adding to it. I think for me, I'm really glad we don't talk about all the rumors and the speculation. We're not out doing clickbaity things all the time because I think it's unhealthy. So Chase, let me let me talk to you because you you were going to come with opinions today. So, like, <laughs> what are your thoughts on on the role of social media and setting all of our individual expectations? Well, I will say first of all, like my my this is my personal opinion. Like, it does kind of i I think Twitter is a big is a big thing, 
And I think that bird app sort of like sets a lot of trends in the zeitgeist of any fandom and also just general stuff too. I think Twitter's an easy, it's like probably one of the most, in my opinion, influential apps that there is. The most influential social medias there is. It's so easy to get caught in like an echo chamber of like who you're following and who's following you and who you're talking to and who's talking to you. And then I also think that a lot of people on Twitter, because it's so easy to get like a hit tweet or like something like that. A lot of people capitalize on sort of like, like adding hype or like posting certain things um, just to get like clicks and follows and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, which is like a very frustrating thing. Like, you know, there was an account that just kind of like really, I think led the way on building hype for Disney plus day specifically for Kenobi. And I was like, girl, like stop. Like, and what's so wild to me is like, even though I'm aware of the fact that a certain account might be building hype and I'm not, and I'm like, and I'm like, no, I'm making my uh, expectations realistic. I still fall into the trap. It is so hard. Like (laughs) even I'm aware that like I should not have the hype, but when I see like, like all it takes is one person put out like a hit tweet about building this hype. Right. And everyone's going to like it, interact with it because they want to interact and like with it because they want to believe that we're going to get a Kenobi trailer. But what's so hard is like, I see that and identify that as like, just like hype mongering that is not necessarily accurate in any way and has no grounding in reality and yet tell me why i cannot keep myself from also Mm -hmm. buying into that hype it's because i see all those that i follow and and like my friends like just talking about it and that's obviously going to build somewhat of an anticipation even if it isn't directly like hype and like and like excitement it's still like an anticipatory feeling where there's there's like a certain sort of anxiety building in my body and then when that Mm -hmm. doesn't happen that becomes frustrating i literally was like messaging my friend liam today and i was like i need to go touch grass like i need to like (laughs) go walk the dog and remember that some people don't even know what star wars is like this is not a big deal so it's kind of hard it's kind of hard it's like it, there's a lot of a lot of layers to it but ultimately i think just twitter is a is a place that can really push like um i don't know it's it's a vibe creator it creates certain vibes and it's and even when you're aware of the vibe it is you it's so easy to be aware of it and also be caught in it yep yep let me pull up some chats here real quick before we jump to you, Mark. Want some because you're just about Tom, and you know I love Tom, so we have to. Yeah. M says Tom is also a gift because he's just Tom. I agree. Fact. Paul yep. says Andy's hot. Team T. Yep. Can't <laughs> can't argue there. Can't argue there. Fuck. We all love Tom. And then because I'm narcissistic, hope. Brian, we're not doing quick baby <laughs> things. Also, Brian, Boba Fett is gay. <laughs> that is funny. Literally. You got called the F out. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Rightly so. But I did also say on here, I also knew what I was doing a little oh, yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, you see, Mostly... dude, I was like, this boy has chosen chaos this morning yet again. Yes, so... <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> well the one okay call me out jokingly not so jokingly all you want but like really throw me into a moving bus when i let all of that stuff actually really get to me and it makes me like truly angry because you know most of the time i have fun with it because i think it's kind of funny to like and that's then that's like another perfectly valid side to the internet where it like that is just a part of it that's a part of the culture and like it's it's silly to expect people not to post clickbait or not to post something because it's gonna be a hit tweet that's the way the internet works there's yep. just a lot of sides it's weird it's true and hope mentioned earlier too like 
we were never promised a trailer. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. were promised a trailer yep. by clickbaity like YouTube thumbnails, like from people who don't know. <laughs> right? And yeah. I but I, I think Yeah, uh, go ahead, Mark. <laughs> I was just gonna say, but there are some people that we can rely on who have been mm-hmm. really good in the past. But I yeah. think the thing of it is. Is that, it's not that they got right. the wrong information. Referring to? Shh, not that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think the thing of it is, is that normally these folks are right, and 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 maybe their sources are correct, but it's never promised that it's for this particular instance. So mm-hmm. you know, again, certain point of view, they'll be right eventually. You know, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just think a lot of people were told that it was going to come out and maybe it was just a hype machine that started way up here, ended up down with all the folks on Twitter and then filtered itself down to everybody else. And then everybody get into a frenzy. And in the end, it never really was going to happen this way. Right. You know? And I feel bad because it's like, like you said, there are some people who are nothing, but they're looking for, you know, clicks and, you know, they want the attention, but there are people that we know in the fandom who do leak this information, who are real fans and who love Star Wars as much as we do. Yeah. So I, I feel bad for them because mm-hmm. it's like they I think they, they meant well. And this is how they show their love for Star Wars, right? Yeah. The, the being in the know and helping everybody else be in the know so that they can be waiting for these things and be just as excited. So I not every leaker is built the same. I'm going to put that out there. And so yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not going to throw them all under the bus in that way, because like I said, again, there are some of them who we know and they love Star Wars just as much. Yep. So. Yeah. And can I just say one more thing really mm-hmm. quick is I, I think one thing is like, I just wish that Disney plus hadn't announced like things that they were doing through 2020, 40, 100, 900. Like they announced like everything so far in advance to the point where like, there's like no way to announce anything new. And it also creates like, again, more buildup where it's like, if you announce all these shows through 2026, I'm going to want to see more from those things. Like hold on off on those, like announce them later because that's like more exciting than like announcing them all at the same time. But Molly from Star Wars Explained, she just had such a good point. She was like, you know what? At the end of the day, like this probably means like maybe a Kenobi trailer at Star Wars Celebration. And it means like more exciting stuff to come at Star Wars Celebration. Like as Star Wars fans, we also should should be a little bit self-aware where it's like Marvel doesn't have necessarily like a convention like Star Wars Celebration. Other like IPs don't have that. So when they get more, when they get better fed, that kind of makes sense on Disney Plus Day. Whereas Star Wars, Star Wars fans, it's kind of like be like, you know what, you know, we would like, like we would like a couple things on Disney Plus Day because we're, you know, Star Wars is at the Disney Plus table. But it's also really nice to think about those being saved very consciously for Star Wars celebration because honestly, that's the place to see them and that's like the way to celebrate it is with yeah. like a bunch of Star Wars nerds in in person. I love that. I'm gonna be able to piggy on that. Yeah, but. So- First, oh, I want to yes. say, Lucy, you're right at home. <laughs> I'm ready to watch the TV series to watch Jennifer Beals. So welcome to Pink Milk. You already understand us. So we'll see you here every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it's Indeed. like Danny. Danny found us fairly recently. And Danny, like, I love Danny. quote tweeted, like, it was so kind. Like, I loved it. I loved it. I appreciate it so much. I was like honest to God, like very emotional about it because it was just really, really lovely. Um, so I love it. I love when new people find us and yeah. anyways, and they get us. It is what it is. What were we going to say, Mark? 
I forgot. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I just got lost in what everybody was talking about. Just, you know. Also, I love what M said about Mark because it's very true. And M said that Mark has the ability to speak Aww. as a bridge between the brain and the heart. And I could not agree more. Why, thank you. For reals. For reals. So, okay, you were talking about Marvel. So here's like another question that I have. Because oh, that's what I was gonna say. But like, yeah. Well, there we go. You can start. Like, do we like we're in this interesting spot? Like, I at least I find myself in this spot. Like, Star Wars was never all of these things. It was run by one man. <laughs> like, I mean, many, but it was yeah. like one man running everything. So you could only do so much. Now you have this machine behind it, mm-hmm. and I. I don't know how I feel yet. Like my gut right now is I don't want it, but that's because mm. it's change. And like, let's be real. No one wants change right away. I don't care how, what you want to pretend like you are on Twitter. Everyone's like <laughs> the first time we have change, right? Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know if I want star Wars to be that property where it's all over the place. Like, is it going to lose some of its specialness? Like I agree. I don't need, I don't know if I want 12 Star Wars announcements. But then when I'm like we were talking, then Twitter and YouTube makes me want 12 announcements because everyone's got hyped for all these things. So, of course, I love Star Wars. I'm like, oh, I want that. Oh, I want that. Oh, I want that. <laughs> yeah. Do I really want any of that? Probably not. I want one. Oh, you've got the wheels thing. turning now. Yeah. You know, for sure. like, yeah. My, I like Marvel. I'm not a huge Marvel fan because I don't feel that Marvel for me, it's an appetizer. It doesn't give me a meal. That's never given me a meal. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I want a meal when I come to Star Wars. I don't want an appetizer. I don't want just a bag of popcorn. I want the mm-hmm. hot dog. I want a pretzel. <laughs> I want the chicken nuggets. I want the pizza. I want a soda. I want an icy. I literally want every single thing you have to offer at that movie concession stand. And I want it right. Like that's what I want. Mm -hmm. And you can't get that and have a ton of things like you can't, you cannot. So on the one hand, I love this positive spin of there's so much star Wars coming. There are star Wars for everyone somewhere, but star Wars was always for everyone, which is why it's so darn big, mm-hmm. even when there's only three movies. We only had seven hours of entertainment, and look what that seven hours did, because it was something unlike anything else. And I don't know if I want Star Wars to become like everything else. I don't know. So what do you? what are your thoughts on, like, what is Star Wars? Is Star Wars even a... a like a brand, a fandom, like all these new words that seem to be out with yeah. YouTube that didn't exist the same way. But like, can Star is Star Wars like Marvel? Can it become like Marvel? Like, or is it just very, very different? So, Mark, okay. let me start with you. I don't know if any of that makes a lot sense. to say now. Okay. It makes okay. total sense. I'm excited to hear Mark's thoughts on this. First of all, going back to what I was going to say earlier, because what Chase mentioned, you know how Marvel has to, they have to be, Marvel fans have to be well-fed because they don't have a convention. Mm-hmm. And it's like, here's the other thing, too. We don't have a major movie property to show a lot of stuff at this next celebration. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very Disney Plus driven. And who knows, there'll probably be some surprises as well, too. But it's going to be interesting to not have like a major movie release later in the year to have a trailer to watch there and have that be the beginning focus. So something else is going to have to take that focus. 
It's mm. I'm I am curious to see how that's going to happen. Mm. All right. Anyway, that that aside. Yeah. So when you mention about how you don't want to see Marvel, I mean, don't, you don't want to see Star Wars turn into this thing, right? So what you you remind me of is queer culture and how we have become mainstream, right? And how people are very afraid of how we are losing ourselves by becoming so mainstream. There's so much mm. of us everywhere and in everything you see and touch now. And people feel that we've lost our way, you know? Mm. And mm. when, because now it's so mainstream, it's like, you know, it's like RuPaul's drag race is water cooler talk. Now mm. I never would have imagined this as a gay kid in, or a young gay man in the nineties. Right now it's very much part of like everyday life. Yeah. You got straight boys talking about grinder, you know, joking about it and other stuff. Just it's it's in the language. It's in everything now. People talk about tea. People talk about this. You know, it's like it's just amazing what has happened in the last. I would say just then in the last ten years. You mm-hmm. know, even though it's been gradually getting there, but a lot of people have a problem with seeing us you know, not going so much to the gay bars anymore. And, you know, we obviously we spend time in the apps, but we spend a lot of time elsewhere and we don't have those safe places to go to anymore. And they feel we're losing ourselves. And so bring that back to Star Wars, like a lot of people may think that that's what we're doing. We're spreading ourselves too thin. Well, And, and I'm not saying that yay or nay on that, because I understand for me, I love that gay culture has just permeated everything. <laughs> it's, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, it, it's insane that like seeing how much has happened, you know, and I'm like, wow, I, I, I can't believe it. But I also understand where people get upset that they want to keep some of that close to them. And it's like, I don't want to lose that, that made that, that, that made us us. They almost mm-hmm. like being having a little of us hidden and keeping a certain mystique, right? Mm-hmm. You know, not everything has to be out there. We have to keep something for ourselves. We have to we have to have a place to be able to come back and call home. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever that may be for Star Wars, you know, maybe it is too much. And, and, and I think they've scaled back on that because look at the movies and we kind of came out too strong and there were all these things going on and all, it was too much too soon. And they had to kind of be like, okay, we got to take a pause. We got to figure out what we're going to do. And now it looks like all of that focus is on Disney plus. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm thankful for it, but part of me does miss going to the movie theaters, but I'm also glad we don't have a movie property right now because I wouldn't want to see a movie come out now and not get the attention it would deserve because people mm-hmm. are not ready to go back to the movie theaters. So there's a yeah. lot well, here too. to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> that too, even like, like I, I hope I'm not totally talking out of my ass, but I'm just, no, just all these are all the things sense. that you made me think of no, every, when you were talking about that. So. It's great. I'm almost like for me, like right now, especially like after my immediate response, to what you were just saying is like with all this TV, love it. But if there's a yeah. movie coming out, I don't want any TV. I mean, look what happened with the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> like we had the last Jedi, yeah, then yeah. we had Solo, then we had the rise of Sky, then we had Mando, then we had the rise of Skywalker. There was so much. Like there was so much that I didn't, and at that time I was so invested in Din Djarin. Like, I think that investment may have lessened the blow of the rise of Skywalker. Yeah, you know, I like what Buck says here real quick too because it's kind of in what we were talking about. I think the stars, I think 
the Star Wars fandom likes to think of Star Wars as separate from everything else, mm -hmm. but it's really not different from any other fandom I've been a part of. It's just bigger. Yeah. It's the biggest. Yeah. And really, you wouldn't have the Marvel formula if it hadn't started with the way that the movie, the summer movies and everything that began started way back with Jaws and Star Wars. And mm -hmm. everybody's been chasing Star Wars since it came out. You know, but everybody's created their own formula and they've made some beautiful things, right? Yep. And that's yep. great. But it's like still, it's like they've always wanted to chase that. They want a trilogy, right? Mm. And it just it's been that on repeat. But again, mm. some of these, some of these like properties have been awesome. And it's like it's been fantastic to see. And other people have failed miserably. <laughs> yeah. But it is going all the way back to that. It's like they they're chasing that formula. Yep. I, I, first of all, Mark, I just want to pre appreciate what you said about like, sort of like, just like queer culture becoming mainstream mm -hmm. and just in like dominant culture. I think that's a really good sort of parallel. And also, again, just proves how gay Star Wars is. Um, mm -hmm. but, <laughs> but I also, I also, it's so funny that we're, I'm so glad we're talking about this because all week I've been like thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, I really don't want Star Wars to become Marvel. But first of all, like Buck pointed out, it arguably already is. Hope also mm -hmm. pointed that out. Um, but I will say, like, something that I'm thinking of right now that, like, happened. So I saw the Eternals last night and oh, cool. I was driving. Yeah. Yes. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> I want to see it. it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was I'm seeing it tomorrow. Oh my God. Fun. Brian, <laughs> I don't know if you'll like it, but it's fun. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, but basically, I was driving home and, um, what like my best friend's um boyfriend he was he's a really big marvel person and i was like asking him like oh have you seen like this show this marvel show or this marvel show um and he's like no like i really kind of keep up with the movies i see i saw loki but i didn't see this i saw wandavision but i didn't see what if like all this stuff right i mean i mm -hmm. watch every marvel thing but what but what i love about that and why I think it actually might be a healthy thing for Star Wars fandom. If I think it might be a healthy thing for Star Wars fandom, if Star Wars became more like Marvel in the sense that there's a crap ton of content, because mm -hmm. one silver lining is people feel I, in my opinion, people feel less entitled over Marvel because there's so much to choose from because Marvel offers a buffet. People are less to less likely to mm -hmm. criticize the one dish that they're served and less likely to create these like catechisms between fans in the fandom and like these splits in the fandom, because in Marvel, there's so much to choose from. And like, I can connect with, Anthony is his name. I can connect with Anthony over like Eternals, which we just watched together, and other Marvel's movies and like Loki, but I can't necessarily com connect with him um, over what if. But I have my what if people to go talk to, right? Mm -hmm. And but what's nice is I think that that might be good for the fandom question mark. I'm like interested yeah. in that idea of of I, I I've I've resisted Star Wars becoming Marvel and Star Wars having too much content offerings. But at the same time, I honestly think that might be good for a fandom that does a lot of times come across as entitled and hypercritical of anything that they're served. Yeah. Yeah. I like all of that. That was yeah. very well said. Yeah, it's like you might want to like hang out with the leather bears, but not necessarily the otters. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Back to the game. I, I mean, yeah, like <laughs> But Mark, we've talked about that before. Like, yeah. like especially people our age as like gay men. I think maybe a certain age. Like, I don't know. But like, <laughs> there's this. Yes, I'm excited to see two dads with a kid eating a bowl of Cheerios yeah. on a commercial. It's amazing. 
But in that mainstream, now do I get the shade thrown my way because we're talking about a sling and text, you know, a spaceship? Like now I can't also be that. Like there was a part of me, and maybe it was my own, and maybe it was a lot of us as 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 gay men. Yeah. If you're gonna throw me in the dark corners, then I'm gonna have a lot of fun in those dark corners. And I'm gonna kind yeah. of build my identity in that dark corner a little bit. And if we're all just out there, we are losing a part of yeah. something that made our culture what it is. Yep. And mm -hmm. yeah. we're all like, you know, and, and I can really only speak to like a gay man's experience. Mm -hmm. But sex is a really big part of our culture. Probably oh, yeah. because, oh, yeah. you know, like it's a yeah. big, big, yeah. big part. Not everything, but it's big, a big, big part. Big yes. Part. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, yeah. but, you know, like, and now that might go away. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen well, in my own life, I'm like, okay, I have okay. kids now. Like, where, like, how do I navigate this? I, I, this? Yeah. So, Brian, I, I will put this out there because I think there, there no matter straight or gay, Everybody has many parts of themselves, and people have to remember mm -hmm. that just because we're being incorporated in the culture, we're not going to be the safe gay just so that we can be in your circles. Well, we will continue to be 100. ourselves. Yeah. And we will continue to be ourselves because, you know, just because you may talk about a sling, you may be a father, but you're also still human mm -hmm. and you're a man, you're a gay man. Yep. And, yep. Like, okay, here, look, for instance, this is totally going off the subject. I used to know, and without even naming names, my friend had a, future, uh, a mutual co-worker that they work with. And this lady was like the sweet, like, looking lady. She looked like a school teacher. And then she tells me later, she goes, oh, yeah, in her off time, she's a dominatrix in a mall. Period. I was like, what? And I'm like, <laughs> I would never have imagined. It goes, oh, yeah, she, she, that's, that's her thing. You know, and she's allowed that, and you're allowed that as an adult. That is you, and you have every right to be that and to have the, all that those facets, right, of yourself. I mean, so, but you don't. But again, you don't have to be the safe gay just because you want to put your best foot forward and show everybody. Yeah, I'm. I'm a, I'm a dad. I've adopted kids and everything, but that doesn't mean that you stop I being didn't get an that adult. Other thing up. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. You, you're well, a dad, but you didn't stop being an adult male either, and, and you know. So yeah. there's that. Yeah. And that's a thing too, where it's like, as I mean, listen, whether we like it or not, Star Wars will transition into more Marvel, just in the sense of like content load. Um, yep. And, and I do understand the idea. I mean, while I don't understand as implicitly, cause I haven't been around since the beginning of Star Wars, but like, I do understand the <laughs> just idea. since the beginning of time. No, 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 hold on, hold on. I'm going to put a pin in this. <laughs> okay. You have been around since the beginning of Star Wars because Star Wars started when you started with Star Wars. Like, don't this gate like no, right. no, 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 no. Right, thank you. Star Wars, <laughs> yes, you've been here from the beginning. But, but, but culturally, it was just very different when I joined. And yes. so, like, I understand the idea of like as Star Wars like heads into a more, um, I don't want to say a more Marvel, Marvel era, but yep. arguably so. Um, it it. I understand the concept of like having to like 
process and like let go of like like the death of what it was and sort of like mourn the loss of what star wars was like as like a thing Mm -hmm. but also like it does it's not that's not going away it's just shifting into something different much like you get married you got kids like the sex isn't going away it's just shifting in like what that looks like you know that's still like a huge part of like might be a huge part of someone's identity but it doesn't go away it just like shifts i don't know you know what i mean no i think let's let's just run on this like metaphor here because i love it uh paul says here in the chat i miss living in the castro in the 90s and i love progress it's an interesting time by the way happy early birthday paul happy early (laughs) and also happy early birthday mark yay (laughs) thank you yes good call chase good call happy birthday um but it is like i kind of i i really like what you're saying chase and some of this is like honestly this is one of the things i love having you on for and i don't want to listen to you discount yourself because you weren't around from the beginning even if that was an unintentional thing because it's bs and you bring a really powerful thing of coming in at a different time than the difference that mark and I have come in. It's a, it's a similar gift to what I was speaking of with Tom. Like mm. he's a casual fan, mm. and it's a really good reminder. You are a really good reminder mm. of someone who came into Star Wars when it was already the biggest thing and it had been established mm. for a long time. Mm. You came in to Star Wars when it was redefining itself. Mm. So you're yeah. like living proof that it survived a change. Star Ooh. Wars was new and exciting when the Clone Wars came. It was an animated series that ran for five years. That was crazy. Like, yeah. it was crazy. Also, Star Wars built all of these effects and made it made the MCU possible. Star exactly. Wars, yes. Star Wars A New Hope made the volume possible yeah. in The Mandalorian. Jar Jar Binks made it possible for these things to exist. Mm-hmm. And yep. as, as long before things, Gollum, you exactly, had Jar like, Jar. Yeah. Exactly. But like, like, and people, I, I was reading something. I miss when there was three years in between the movies. That's what we needed. Well, the reason there's three years was because technology couldn't make it any faster. I mean, yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah. making it faster now. So if technology is more readily available, we're going to get more stories because it's more readily available. And, cost effective to make you know i think we've been talking a lot about too like entitlement and all this kind of stuff and one of the things that in tonight in this conversation that i'm feeling real entitlement is maybe Mm -hmm. is this idea that mainstream star wars needs to be like the four of us on after dark that is not mainstream star wars mainstream star wars is tom yeah yep that yeah. is mainstream star wars yeah and that is where like you know what let star wars be the gay thing let star wars be gay because also it is and let it be introduced into the mainstream like marvel yeah and be really gay and that's okay like you can do both you can have deep i mean honestly like it's one of the things i really like i am so appreciative of the people who don't identify as queer that listen to us because yeah. mark to your point we are not those apologetic gays on this we don't like we don't yeah censor really anything but people are still here which is proof in the pudding that people are willing to listen to people that are not like them it's like proof right there mm-hmm. but like i'm like all over the place now but 
<laughs> but like let's start like i i'm kind of here like this has been a very healthy conversation for me because like before i was like i don't know if i'm okay but like that's just it's change and yes you're right i am someone who wants everyone to love star wars like mm -hmm. i am not like yeah. everyone love it we need more of it to get everybody to love it yep. and entertainment has changed yeah oh my god we have changed as people because of Star Wars gave us the technology to have so many different kinds of things. We need to hit on different levels. And so, yeah, you know what? I'm here for it. It's going to be an adjustment to have things in Star Wars not hit me the same way that it always has before. That's going to be an adjustment. Am I going to fall and stumble a few times and be like overly, like probably have too much ownership over it? Yeah. Probably. Be like, but I can would get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> but. But also, like, that's that's what the beautiful thing, I think, is, is, like, that's already started. That has already started. Mandalorian started that. Because people mm. watch Mandalorian who don't watch Star Wars and love Mandalorian mm. the way that everyone watched WandaVision without watching a single fucking Marvel thing in their lives. My partner doesn't know Captain America from the Hulk, and yet he watched <laughs> WandaVision and was in love with it. Do you know what I mean? Really? Like, yeah. It, it, it just does that's that awesome. type of thing, which is awesome yeah. because, again, it enables conversations around, like, around like if like let's say acolyte has a bunch of queer characters if people are homophobic they don't have to fucking watch it there's plenty of other content to watch and they don't have to feel the same entitlement over that because it's the only thing online to watch it's the only star wars thing to watch and like to your point brian like it's already kind of started to happen like we mm -hmm. have gotten a lot of star wars content and we've i've i mean i'll speak for myself like i have already felt entitled over it where i'm like i don't like the bad batch i'm gonna discount the bad batch but then through our show which is why i love talking with you all and the steam the steam queens like it's just one of those things where i realize oh i need to touch grass and also like it's <laughs> like there is a lot to love about bad batch you know what i mean yeah. but once star wars it's just it's a little bit awkward because stars is still getting its its wheels greased a little bit mm. but once we really start once it really starts like turning everything out a little bit more a little bit more it's going to be a lot easier for me to be like to stop bitching about bo bo being force-fed Boba Fett every day. Because I know Kenobi's coming. Because I know Kenobi is coming out on Friday nights. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. it's already started to happen, which is kind of interesting. So that's the good news because I don't think we have to like fear it happening. More like be aware that it's currently happening and we're okay. <laughs> I mean, truth. Truth to that. Like, I've been pretty open. When yeah. it was announced, when this dude was first announced as the first live live action Star Wars show, I was like, "Oh, are you kidding me?" Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I, no, yeah. nope, <laughs> no, thank you. Not interested. Yeah. Who but, is the yeah. character I relate to more than anyone in any Star Wars these days in my life? Is that dude right there? So, like, right. I like <laughs> it's the truth. It can happen. A hundred percent. I yeah. like that. Mark, what were you going to say, bud? Oh no, no, no. By the way, I meant to bring this up early when when. Mm. Chase, you saying happy birthday and everything. Thank you oh. so much for the snowy dollar that you sent me because, yes. like, I, I, I live. Oh yes, <laughs> I love that so much. Like, literally, the, it was like a couple streams ago. You're like, I love snowy dollar, and I oh, said, God, yes. okay, let me write that down. <laughs> oh, it was God. awesome. I opened it up. I was like, oh my god, yes. <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah. Em, yeah. I don't know if you're still in the steam room. She went to bed. She went to bed. Okay, yeah. she went to bed in time to not see another poncho. <laughs> oh god <laughs> thank god <laughs> she's sleeping better now because of it exactly. right exactly <laughs> she wakes up in hot sweats <laughs> did they say poncho I, just, I felt a, i felt something there's a disturbance in the forest there was another exactly. poncho released <laughs> exactly 
know, honestly, thank you, my friends. This was a really healthy conversation. I love. Thank you all. Like that was that was fun to talk about. And everyone in the chat was like throwing out some good opinions too. Yes. Like that was yeah, really, it's awesome. I honestly will sleep better on this Disney Plus day, which was chaotic to say the least. Um, mm-hmm. I feel a lot better now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it was just like I, I guess I went into it being okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you go on Twitter and it was, I was like, oh God, like, do I have to have a day of a tirade because you didn't get something that literally yeah. was not no. promised? No. I was not. I, and that's just the thing. I mean, I, I obviously you saw how I was before this. I was like, it's, yeah. no, we're not going to get all that. And it's, nope. oh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Let's just have it yeah. roll out the way it's going to. Yep. You know, in, in the end, it was a day for people who may not follow everything like we do. It was they the got time. well fed, and it and that's okay. If we didn't get everything that we need to. We have so much ahead to look forward to. We have Star Wars Celebration coming up. I mean, it's like we're gonna be okay. Yeah. And in a month from now, and what month and a half from now, we're gonna book a Boba Fett. And even if we go into it like, oh, this is okay, and all of a sudden we find ourselves in love with it. Yeah, you know, it's like there's a surprise around every corner. There's gonna be new stuff. There's something yeah. always to look forward to. Yes. Yeah. You just did it. I was about to say goodbye, and now I have another question because you just said <laughs> Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> something I was thinking about today. Yeah. In that Book of Boba Fett trailer, Ming-Na yeah. was like, how did he get out of that Sarlacc pit? That's the sto- There's a story well, there. We're going to find out. What we're going to find out how he crawled out of that hole. But what if teeth. this is not Chase's Mandalorian 2B? <laughs> what if this is a prequel? Like, do we know when that throne room scene was? Was it really after? Yeah. Was it? We do know because it was at the end of Mandalorian season two. Where yeah. Where yeah. Killed. And he's with Fennec Shin. So. And he's Fennec. Yeah, Fennec. Is yeah, but like what the... if this is pre-Fennec getting shot in the tummy? No, he would have met her after. Oh, you're right, though. Who knows? What's that relationship? What if this is what if they met? No, because, because he looks better now than he did because he was a hot mess when we first found him, and now he looks he went from being mm. that hot mess like in The Mandalorian to oh, like the Joey. way he looks all tanned and like you know, just yeah, he has his armor. Oh. There, thank you. It's all that stuff that happened post Mandalorian, mm. like him looking better, he's looking healthier. You know, it's like, okay. you know, but that he, being got, said, he got we'll, a tan. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, we'll definitely, maybe not definitely, I should definitely not say that. I am um, highly uncredited and unqualified. But I, I I, like to think we will get some flashbacks into yep. that Sarlacc. Exactly. I hope, exactly. honestly, I hope we start in the Sarlacc, bitch. I hope we, the, I hope the whole show opens in the, the yeah. black pits of a Sarlacc stomach. Right, exactly. Yeah. Or it's like at some point I want oh. him to hear, to have oh. Django talk to him. Yeah, and like yeah. look back on that, that too. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, there's it, there's mm. a lot to look forward to. Yeah, oh, for yeah, sure. I mean, I'm excited. Anyways, thank you, my friends. As always, this has been a really great conversation of like eye opening, have a conversation in a healthy way of possible disappointment that I think we all left feeling better than we did when we got here. So that's yeah. really great. Yeah, Steam Queens. I hope you feel the same way. If you're listening to this later, honestly, I hope you feel a little bit better because I think this was some. Good conversation. Mark, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at IMLDiablito and from time to time on the Taking a Number Two podcast, which is a Star Trek podcast with Dallas, Catherine, and Steve. And by the way, I'm going to plug something 
that Chase did the other day. If you haven't seen the Stranger Things reaction video to the trailer, <laughs> please check it out because it was cool. <laughs> Thank you. That's so nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. It was great. It was great. And I'm going to plug something for Emma because cool. Emma wrote the cutest story for Pencil Scratching. Yes. A little Ray Rose. Ray thing. Rose. And let me tell you, the way Emma wrote Old Man Lando was so great. There's a line in her story about Rose tuning up the Falcon, and he just like shines his little light of approval on the way she handles the Falcon. And it was so touching, and I was really here for it. I loved it. So please go read that and ship who you want. All ships are valid. Indeed. <laughs> I love that. Chase, how about you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at underscore that gay Jedi, but I prefer you find me on YouTube at that gay Jedi. Um, I'm also on uh, a podcast called Fear Queers, where you can get um, a lot of me talking with my friend Beza about queerness and horror movies. Love it. And it's a great, great time. Great chemistry there, too. So if you like us, I guarantee you'll like them there. So there we go. There's that. You can follow me in the show at Serving Pink Milk on Twitter and Instagram and right here on YouTube. But if you're here now, you know that if you're listening to it on the podcast, stay up late one night on a Friday and come join us in the steam room. Thank you, as always. Uh, Steam Queens, you're the best. I want to say thank you again to everyone for all the birthday wishes. Honestly, it made me very, very happy. If I did not respond to you, I'm responding to you now, and I will maybe try to this weekend. But I really did appreciate all of it. It was really, really wonderful. And as Hope says in the comments below, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the channel, like this video, leave us a comment on how you started with Disney+. Plus and how you're leaving Disney Plus Day after this conversation. Mm. I appreciate all of you very, very much. And until next week, are we ready? Oh, yeah. Let's drink up. Drink up.